How's this taste? Tastes like impeachment. Yeah, yeah. So sweet. Uh, yeah, that. Uh, I guess. Do we just start off with I guess the so. news? We could. We can start with the news. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what's the latest in the news today? Um, it's been pretty chill. <laughs> no. Yeah, nothing. Nothing really's been going on. I, you know, I got like a thing on like my phone, and it said something like uh, impeachment starting, and I'm like, huh. And so sometimes at work I'll go to YouTube and I'll, I'll type in news and then I'll, I'll find a live feed. Yeah. And I'll kind of put that in a different window mm-hmm. while I'm still working, you know. And it, I was just watching all of the, like, I'd never seen this before, but it was interesting to see the process of gentlemen from New York. I abide this person from Colorado one minute, and then they uh, say something for one minute. And yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I heard the the word gentleman so many fucking times today. And, yeah, then they use gentlewoman. Sometimes, you know? <laughs> but sometimes they screw it up and they call her gen- gentleman. And yeah. It, yeah, it was not. It was just this process of boom, one minute, boom, yeah. back to you, back to this person, right? Back to you. It was like, wow, this is kind of interesting. Uh, so for anybody that's paying yeah. attention, the the current president, of uh, uh, for another six days or something like yeah. that, right? Someone uh, on the floor said that he had like. 650 hours and i'm like wait how long is <laughs> why would you even <laughs> so i googled it and i'm like how many hours are in a week <laughs> anyway he yeah. was in, he was impeached everybody knows this yeah. but uh that's that just happened while we're recording well just before we started recording so yeah that is it also ladies and gentlemen welcome to the Hello. opposite of important Hi, everyone. and I gotta find a better way to say that. Or we can hire out. What? What? In, introduce introduce our podcast. I want to hear you do it. Hi everybody, welcome to opposite of important. Yeah, you can't do that because no. then you have to use that voice the whole time. No. Well, party on, <laughs> you Wayne. Went, you went into straight party up radio yeah, voice I did. there. I did. Well, you you project. <laughs> I do. And then you kind of get back to normal mode. Well, I used to be a projectionist. Uh huh. I'm kidding. Am I? No. Are, yeah. Yes. I'm kidding. Up in the. Um, I never did that. I never did that. I. I. It was above my pay grade. Feed the film through. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome yeah. to the opposite of importance. FM radio. <laughs> Let's switch it over to AM. I don't know what's happening. Hello, everyone. This is weird. This is opposite from AM radio. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Terry Gross. Yeah. Right. Mm. <laughs> Uh, oh, so wow. the last time we recorded, uh, I have to bring this up because mm-hmm. I thought it was really funny with timing. Yeah. Um, we talked about kind of our routines and like how much I sleep and when you wake up and when we text oh, each yeah, other. Oh yeah, we did. That's and right. Stuff. And, and yeah. then uh, I happen to get going on the road about a half hour early to work. On the road again. Yeah. And so I'm getting south of town, getting on the highway. Yeah. I see a blue van. Ah. the license plate of YMF. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. hold on here. And then I know you were saying how like much you sleep in and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I texted you real quick. I'm like, early. And you're like, er day. <laughs> I'm like, there you, go. there you go. Nobody should be early every day. <laughs> yeah, it was like 8.30 in the morning. And yeah. just, I'm like, there. we were just talking about this. <laughs> yep, I got to take the kids to school, man. <laughs> Nobody else is going to do it for me. Right. It was nice when Becky was 100% online because she would take the kids to school. Because then it turns into a thing 
I usually have stuff to do when I get home. Makes like sense. if I'm converting videos or if I'm working on something around the house, I, there's always something to do. So then it's a matter of once I'm up and I'm up at about 7.30, 7.40, I wake up, I go out, start the car and uh, get the kids ready or yell at them to get themselves ready. <laughs> One of the two. Come on. And uh, yeah, so then I, I go to the two different schools, come back home and try to figure out, do I go back to sleep immediately or do I work on stuff for a while? And if I work on stuff for a while, it will... Uh, it, it then pushes back my sleep a little bit longer. That happened today. So I always set an alarm so I don't sleep too long. Mm -hmm. Because if I was left to my own devices, if I was left to just choose for myself and not use any alarm, I would just continue to sleep. That's just how I'm built. Right. Like, my body's fine with that. I would roll out of bed at, like, 1 and... <laughs> And be oh just God. fine with it. But then what's happening is that I feel like I'm not accomplishing as much as I should be during the day. Right. Like, like really, my body's fine with it. And and I feel great after sleeping. That I, I think I'm one of those people that needs like nine to ten hours. Same. It's and I'm totally like, not getting that. Ugh. Because I have the time. And we've talked about this before. But I have my time at night. You know, once the kids go to bed and Becky goes to bed, probably around 930, 10 ish, you know, if we're 930 conservatively. Mm -hmm. And then I have a few hours solo so that I can get my stuff done and not feel like I'm neglecting anybody else in my mm -hmm. home. And then, you know, time just kind of keeps Dude. going by pretty fast at night. And then it ends up being yeah. about 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. And it used to be a little bit later that I would go to sleep than that. But but lately, I've been trying to get to sleep about one thirty two. Ah, and sometimes there's some things I can take that help me mm -hmm. achieve that. And, you know, if I take them early enough, then it, it starts to kick in. And it's, you know, it just kind of helps you zone out, mm -hmm. which is nice. I did that last yeah. night. Yeah. And I ended up, I've been trying to, so I'm trying to impose, don't let me forget about what the fuck we were just talking about, because <laughs> this is going to go somewhere else. But I'm trying to impose all of my music tastes onto my oldest daughter. Aha, uh -huh. yes. Sometimes it works, yes. sometimes not so much. But lately, I've been pushing her to listen to the Go-Go's. Yes. Which they're kind of a big deal. Okay. In in music, uh, in the history of music, because they were the first all girl band to play their own instruments hmm. and reach that level of success. And I feel like I found this out some time ago, but I didn't follow up on it. They they ended up putting out a documentary. Really? And so I went online and I'm like, all right, tonight's the night. I'm going to stop working on all of this shit I'm working on and find this documentary it ended up being i'm really confused because it ended up being on prime and prime is telling me that i'm subscribed to showtime but i'm almost certain that i'm not <laughs> but it keeps telling me that i am but i don't think i'm paying for it and if i am i need to stop it but anyway it's on showtime so i got to watch it last yeah. night so that was the last thing i did before before i went to sleep so i yeah, just kind of right got to zone out and chill i can't you can't take too much of a certain substance for for me personally, because then it's almost like I have to rewatch what I watched, right? You're because just, my because then my brain won't retain the yeah, information. Yeah, you're just watching like 
you're getting the visual, but not the audio. Yeah. By the way, we're talking about drugs. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you know that. And uh, just yeah. the just the one drug though. Yeah, that's right. But it was fun. It was it was a fun watch. It was a good it was a good doc. I think it came out. I want to say June or July or one of the J's, and it could have been January. Okay. Okay. I don't know. But of this past year. Hmm. And it was, I don't know how much you know about the Go-Go's. but no, I, I don't really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of them, but I'm. Nah, I dig them. All right. I dig them. Yeah. Uh, hey, Echo, what is your favorite song by the Go-Go's? I like Our Lips Are Sealed. It's a great song. Okay. Our Lips Are Sealed. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's, the, that's as much as you <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> uh, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, like the main thing. Well, there was a. And this goes back a little ways for me working on on Kara with with this band. Recently, there I guess Tom Hanks was on uh, Colbert, mm, okay. and Colbert asked him, you know, if you were on an island or whatever, and you could only listen to one song for the rest of your life for whatever, what would it be? And Tom Hanks said, "The Go Go's, our lips are sealed." Oh boy, yeah. Well, I mean, and that that like just happened. So I follow some of the. Some of the people from the Go Go's on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then they have an official thing, and so that clip was nice. kind of going. Well, everywhere if you're on an island, them. I guess your lips are sealed because no one's hearing you. <laughs> and fun fact: he's already been on an island. Yes, and that's he had a fair. Volleyball. You know, I actually saw an update today that Tom Hanks is being uh, was like a host of like a yeah inauguration yeah. special. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my god, you booked Forrest Gump, an American hero, <laughs> to meet the president again. That's true. Yeah, that was That's funny. True. Yeah. Uh, what was I talking about before I started talking about the Go-Go's? schedules and stuff? And oh yeah, like I think it's kind of crazy. <laughs> like you know, you you drop off your kids if you. Oh my gosh, it's a slippery slope. I don't like it. But, I but like but, think of it this way, like. Yeah. You take a little bit of a naparoo when you get back home. Yeah. Three o'clock's coming. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn it, I got to turn this back around again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's a real thing. There's been some days where I will not go back to sleep. But then come three o'clock, four o'clock, it hits me hard. Uh, and I really should just make it an experiment that I, like one of these nights, just go to bed at like 10 because it does kick in for me at around nine or ten o'clock. Because a lot of times, Kara will, before she goes to bed, uh, or al- allegedly goes to bed, there's been many times I've checked in on her in her room and she's watching her phone or something. Uh, or she texts me and asks me to come and hang out with her in her room uh, because she can't sleep, because she's more like me than she cares to admit to. But. I, so I'll be laying on the couch or something with her and and watching these these Minecraft videos, which I don't mind. The, some of them, the people that do them, they're fairly entertaining, and I enjoy watching them. I don't think I could do anything near what she or they do in Minecraft because I've watched a lot, but I've never actually played it mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, but it's still you know it's just fun to watch. They build this world, and uh, other people are involved. Blah blah blah. <laughs> so, uh, but. When that happens, if I do settle down on the couch and lay down, I have a tendency to, you know, it's almost like a little power nap there, which then bites me in the ass later because I already went to sleep for a little bit. And so that's harder for me to go to bed when one thirty, two o'clock rolls around. Yeah, I've been relying a little bit more on sleep aids. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 
it's not the, my favorite, but sometimes I, the I thing get into is, it. It, as long as it's something that doesn't have any residual effects, it like I don't care if it's I don't care if it's weed, I don't care if it's the they I know Nyquil mm-hmm. makes a thing that's uh, yeah where it doesn't have the other Non-state, antihistamine yeah. Yeah, or yeah. whatever. So I get over the counter stuff and I'll go through these periods sometimes in summer too. Like, uh, you know, like I'll just go through maybe a couple weeks here and there. Yeah. Of just taking, uh, sleeping pills just Mm -hmm. to help me get through, you know, cause there are times where I'm just tossing and turning. Yeah. You know, you know what you need? Propofol. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I've heard nothing but great. (laughs) Nothing but good things about it in the past. I'll ask my doctor. And like, uh, well, that's what you had the one time, right? I had propofol and fentanyl. Yeah. Yeah. That's the the that's the cocktail of winners. Yeah, I had the Prince and Michael Jackson drug. I'm just like, wow. Thanks, Doctor Conrad. Why did they? Why did it take two super talented people to make those drugs famous? (laughs) Like, you know, it's so crazy the the weird kind of beef slash non beef between Prince and Michael Jackson there for a while. Did like Mike, Mike, no, that would have been, no. that would have been a ticket right there. There's no way. First of all, there's no way. First of all, ticket. you're talking to like type A's. Okay. And they, I think that Prince had a problem. He didn't, he didn't like being compared to him and yeah. he's even included you get the high voice going and like yeah well, I, I mean outfits. they definitely had similarities yeah yeah but they were not the same right. at all like if you would actually pay attention to the music and pay attention to the lyrics and all like they're they're not the same whatsoever mm-hmm. and i think even in musicology he prince had a little dig at michael jackson i think i forget what the exact lyric was but and obviously this was before he was dead. Uh, Michael Jackson was dead, oh. and it was uh, my voice is getting higher, and I never had my nose done. Mm. That was okay. Yeah, it was like a yeah, eh. nice, nice, <laughs> just just a little jab in there. Nice. Uh, and then he died, and I'm sure Man. he felt bad. Um, it blows my mind because I was doing some uh, research of like first it started with Elvis. Yeah. And Elvis played uh, Hilton Coliseum like maybe a year before he died. And there's a few photos. For real? Yeah. I didn't know that. And then there's a database. Like I came across a, a website that someone like had every single like group at, at Hilton Coliseum like ever and their set list. So wow. that was kind of fun to dive into. And I kept going back and I didn't realize that Prince played Hilton Coliseum like three or four times. I think. I was like, What? I think somebody we know saw that. Maybe it was Farrell. It's like nuts because I'm like he he's in our backyard. I could, I could be wrong. You know, yeah. Like, and that is a. It's rare that somebody would be. I, I wonder yeah. what year that was. I, it's several years. Like yeah. it would have been. But I mean, you know, he's just in Minneapolis it's for true. a lot of the time. But so it's I guess that makes sense. A big star is in our backyard. I'm. And yeah. Like, I remember In Sync played. That was huge. I was like in middle school. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember flipping open the paper, and there they are at the loading dock, basically yeah. coming into the artist's entrance. And mm-hmm. there's like Lance Bass and everyone. It's mm-hmm. like, holy shit, they're right there. That's nuts. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, it doesn't really affect me one way or another, like IRL in right. real life, Joe. Uh-huh. But it does make me feel good that I got to see Prince in concert. Right. But, 
I mean, there's a lot of people that I I didn't get to see before they're gone. Yeah. Well, REM played Hilton. That was on yeah. the list. You know, yeah. before they broke up. I mean, they're I <laughs> am really mad that I did not go to that. When it came to REM, I I just always assumed I had time. Oh, I'll get to them. You well, know, yeah. And then, yeah. Like, but and I mean, there's other concerts that I went to see that the timing just worked out. And so I would go and see. But I would gladly give up those memories of these other concerts to go and see R.E.M. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw Aerosmith twice. It could have just been once. Yeah. Sec- second one was weird. I would imagine their shows probably don't differ too much. <laughs> what do you mean the second one was weird? Uh, well, about? the second one would have been... Because I remember some murmurs in high school. Like, hey, Aerosmith's coming. Are you going? Are you I going? think the second one was the Just Push Play album. And uh, I think that was the name of it. I forget. Uh, so I think the first time I saw them was Nine Lives tour. And then it would have been Just Push Play after that. Is that right? I think that's. I think I'm remembering it correctly. It, it like the concert felt weird. <laughs> To me, like maybe they didn't really want to be there. And then that was kind of solidified when there was no encore. Oh, really? For a band that big. That's a no brainer. So many songs. Yeah. And they didn't get to all of their hits. No, obviously. Yeah. And then, yeah, no, no encore. And they had done it the last time they were Mm. around. Yeah. Ah, So it was weird. Like, uh, and then the lights come up. I guess that's it. So it's like after, after that, I, I wish I would have, you know. I would have spent my money on something else right. instead. Yeah. What was that, like 2000, 2001, something like that? Yeah. I was I like, know. I remember being like late middle school, high school, mm-hmm. and murmur. And some people went that I knew. I'm like, fuck you. You know, yeah. it's like at that time, I never, I never really knew how to get tickets to, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. like you could go to the box office, but, you know, I'm like 14. <laughs> yeah. There's no way in hell my parents are going to be like, ah, no, go, go, no. <laughs> you know. Uh, Ah, oh, man. But I remember them being in town and like, oh, man. Yeah, I was there. Missing, you know, I was like, there. Yeah. There was also a time in high school. I went over to Hilton for a Dave Matthews band concert because mm-hmm. we were doing a thing. Oh, it's right here. Hey, so we had visuals. So in, so in high school, well, there's no cameras. So nah. <laughs> cameras are coming back, though. This I'm working line. on it. I'm working on it. So this was Newsline 9. This was me and uh, one, two, three, four, five, five other dudes. Not nine. From high school <laughs> fair. And so we did a we did a news broadcast thing for uh, what, what the fuck do you call it? Like state. And oh, and, sure, yeah, like speech kind of yeah, thing? yeah, 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 speech contest. I don't know why I couldn't think of All that right. word, but we did that for, for that and we did well. And then we went to the next level, I think we did districts and then state. we went to state, yeah, and we got disqualified <sighs> at state because they said that we edited our, our video and you're not supposed to do that, but we didn't edit it because the main cut was one long cut the way it was supposed to be but what I, but what i did was i edited together a intro but then i filmed the tv mm, yeah uh of and it was like a tv that was on the desk in our media center or whatever in, in nevada and so technically i didn't edit the the main yeah. video and it wasn't just me like the other guys were on board too mm-hmm. and they're like here's the best way we can do this we can show this intro and then pan over to the desk and that's the beginning but they called that 
editing the the main video. So we decided to, that it was a not that they would ever hear about this, but it was like our way of saying f you to them. I don't swear on this podcast, <laughs> and so we decided to keep doing a, a news broadcast for our school. Oh, and show go. it there. So for one of the things, I decided to go over to Ames for this Dave Matthews Band concert and just interview people that were heading in and then oh, and then leaving. That's a great idea. <laughs> and I remember specifically, I had just gotten the the single, I think, of REM's Night Swimming. Then, so it, it was just a weird tie-in because of the. Mm-hmm. I I would have. Rather gone to see an REM concert than this concert. But when I went over there to do this uh, this interview stuff, there was some dude scalping tickets. And he's like, hey, 120 bucks to, you know, this such and such row. And I wasn't even paying attention. And after I had done all the interviews, I'm like, all right, dude, well, what do you got left? And he's like, I got this, this and this. And most of the people are inside now. And I'm like, well, I've got 50 bucks. And he was like, nah, I need I need over 100 for these. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I legitimately only have 50 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> so, not, yeah, so I guess I'll see you later. And <laughs> you sure do drive a hard bargain. Right, okay. <laughs> so, easy. Right. so I'm walking away and he was like, all right, I'll do it. Because I think he knew that he was going to be stuck with the tickets and yeah. make no money. It ended up being like the eighth row. Woo. On the floor, Shit, yeah, yeah, for wow. for Dave Matthews, and it was the, was it? Uh, it was either Crash or Under the Table, mm-hmm. and it was fucking great. Like hmm. I, I had a great time in that show, and that was my like I knew their hits, but I hadn't really dove into their albums. Oh yeah, and going to that concert got me hooked, of course. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I don't know. That was just a weird Man. side note. On the way there, I remember listening to the. The CD single of uh, Night Swimming that I had for the first time, I and then that. and then I caught some of the same people oh, did leaving you? the concert and interview. That I've got it on a tape so somewhere. You got it back and forth and before yeah. and after. Yeah. Like, oh, that's so cool. It was uh, that'd be fun. It was neat. <laughs> like, what do you think? Okay. Uh, although I left the video camera in the car for the actual. Oh yeah. Concert. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Like, hey, there's Dave. <laughs> oh, oh my man. god. Anyway, that'd that was fun. weird. Yeah, um, it, we should. We'll take a break. Yeah. We'll come back. was uh something i uh <laughs> i kind of i kind of miss scalpers in a way do you like i get it but like i uh, mean now they're just bots well so. there's that but there's actually there was like a law that was passed at least in like ames i want to say yeah that like you can't be within you can't be outside so many yeah i mean and that's how i my, didn't know that that's how my dad and i used to go to iowa state basketball games oh yeah he didn't have he was like yeah we're gonna like that was just like a thing it was mm-hmm. like i don't have a ticket we'll find someone well and then, now there's craigslist and facebook there, yeah yeah so. it's just maybe it's just old school but there used to be there's people who would yeah. stand on the street or stand on the side of the sidewalk and hold up their fingers like with two and like i need two tickets and then someone would come hey what do you what are you looking for i just need two tickets what do you got well we got balcony seats we got here i'm like okay i got two tickets to paradise yeah it's like great here let's do this great Mm -hmm. and then you're in the game and you're like all right that's yeah the whole (laughs) dave matthews thing wouldn't have happened without that dude standing there right and i'm certain that that ticket was worth more than 50 bucks like he must have been where i was sitting i don't know when those tickets would have gone on sale but he must have been in line yeah to get those you know back in the day yeah yeah because we're talking this is this would have been like 99 yeah Mm -hmm. nuts yeah 
Damn, Indeed. that's fun. A lot of people, a lot of uh, a lot of people, and some people that we know hate on Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, I'm indifferent. But, I mean, but dude's pretty talented. Yeah. I haven't I haven't heard much of his recent stuff, mm. but he was fucking killing it in the '90s. Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. God, such good music. Uh, Ralphie May had his tour bus uh, when he was on tour Dave's? at the. Yeah, he made it a joke uh, because he's like, uh, you know, you rent the bus and you put you plaster all the, you know stuff on, on yeah, the side yeah, yeah. of the bus when for you sure. to, on tour. Um, so back when I saw Ralphie May at the Funny Bone, apparently his tour bus showed up in Ames on like 13th Street just to get gas. It's like, what the fuck? Someone like posted it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to that show tonight. And then he... And so it, it had his face on the side of it, the bus it had, now? It had Ralphie Mays' okay. face on the side of the bus. Yeah. Big ass thing. And it was just funny because he's like, uh, are you sure I need ID? Because uh, that's me on the side of the bus. It's 40 feet long. Right. You know, or whatever. Um, so then he did like press on like Great Day, KCWI. So I saw him at work. Uh, on the TV show, and then I'm like, oh, I better go get tickets. And then wow. I'm like, I bought tickets, and then uh, went, and I had a front row seat, and he did two hours instead of one Damn. hour. And uh, then uh, he said, yeah, man, um, uh, I was going to sell merchandise and everything, but I can't get this big-ass bus. If you've ever been to Des Moines Funny Bone, it's kind of tucked. To, you can't. It's It gets busy. Yeah. Yeah. So for a big-ass bus, there's not a whole lot of room for a big-ass bus to park. You right. know? And that's where all the merchandise was. So like, uh, I just wanted to sell some stuff, but uh, we just couldn't We couldn't fit the bus here. And uh, it actually used to be Dave Matthews' bus. We had to, like, crank... Uh, we had to crank the radio to blast out all of his bullshit. <laughs> it was just, like, <laughs> kind of funny how he set it all up. Yeah, and then that's, that's when I met uh, Ralphie May. But, yeah, he had... His tour bus used yeah. to be Dave Matthews. What was he like when you met him? So cool like really my brother had seen him before so my brother's seen him twice and then i just needed someone to go, go who's, with. who's the bigger fan you or him me my good you think so like i was you know i followed him all on the last comic standing and i just you know i i think some of his stuff is funny yeah. i just don't think he's my kind of comedian sure sure you know what i mean yeah and uh now he's super dead yeah and so, so i was super like got a front row seat and he always does two hours. So yeah. I knew that. And he had like someone that kind of did a little bit of, you know, the opener. Like and a warm then, up. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know how he gets by with two hours. Right. I don't know if they, I don't know. Anyway, he just does that. So he did two hours. You get more bang for your buck. Yeah. And then um, I saw him in, like most people kind of trickled out. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of in the far end of the uh so i'm t- kind of taking our time to get out and then i noticed him he's just kind of sitting in the far back and mm-hmm. i just asked nicely for someone like uh can, can i can i go meet ralphie and then someone's like yeah no no go ahead go ahead and I'm like, oh, okay and so my brother was with me and so he, had, he nice. had the phone and i'm like oh okay let me get the phone ready he's like hey yeah. hey ralphie's like, hey how you doing brother you know i was like oh i'm good i, I just didn't know if could i get a picture with you he's like oh yeah man absolutely you know he get, he gets up and he kind of you know he get, gathers himself and i show him my phone and at the time my unlock screen uh-huh was doris roberts ah so i show him yeah. doris Roberts with me and doris roberts oh my gosh that's funny everyone loves doris roberts you know and then i slide my phone and then the next picture my home screen was jim gaffigan, gaffigan yeah and i show him a picture of me and jim gaffigan and then he's like oh my god he loves food more than i do you know it's just like <laughs> so funny he was just so nice i'm like hey man like i i've uh 
I followed you on Last Comic Standing, and like I'm like I'm so glad I got to see you. And he's like, yeah, man, you know. And now you're old enough to go to comedy clubs. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And all right, brother, yeah, yeah. And we get a, a we get a photo, and he's like, oh, thanks for coming. And just he was mm-hmm. so kind, That's so cool. cool. And nice. he signed something for me. Well, now I like him a little bit more. Yeah, because he definitely has a certain persona. Tone, yeah, and he did on yeah. stage. Yeah, and so that was like amazing. And then like a handful of later years uh-huh. later, he passed. I'm like, fuck. I can't believe I met that guy and Doris Roberts too. It's just like weird when you meet famous people and you're like, I can't believe I met that person. Yeah. Like, wow. But yeah, he was so cool and so kind. And nice. I would have bought a shirt, you know, cause I'm like that. Had he had them. Yeah. yeah he had, had he had like all the merchandise out or whatever. Wow. That's, yeah. that's a cool story. Yeah. I'm not sure you ever told me that story. Oh yeah. I don't think yeah. I have, but like I look good cause I, I wore like a nice jacket mm-hmm. and uh, like, when you're up against someone that's like five times your size, you just right. you just ought to, not that that's a fat. You just look way slender. And look, right, you yeah. look great. No, I get it. You look good. I get it for yeah. sure. So I'm like, that's one of my favorite photos because I'll throw that up there. And and his uh, social media is still running from like his management runs it or something like yeah. that. Um, oh, you know, Ralph. Here's an old photo thing of Ralphie May. Here's oh, this nice. or that. Yeah. And uh, it's fun because I have that photo. And like, here's an old bit from Ralphie at the, doing this, and then um, I, I post my photo, and then like other people have photos with Ralphie doing, you know. So that's just kind yeah. of fun to contribute. I've been trying to find my picture with Nikki Glazer, oh, uh, because she was at the Funny Bone, yeah. And I don't even, you know, I don't even know who the hell I was with. <laughs> it's, it's so you know you know me i'm like that with with live shows yeah. and movies I'm just like and you know i'll talk to somebody and i've done it to you i'm sure like, where, I, where <laughs> well well i say yeah yeah this movie's really good have you seen it and you're like we were at the premiere together <laughs> yeah. and and it's it, I, like, oh. it's some people get offended by it but i just i can't i can't remember because i'm not focusing on the person i'm with i'm focusing on watching the movie well, because I think, I'm such a movie person. I think and, we do it so many times, yeah. that some of our other friends don't do it as much. So oh they're, yeah, they're probably more apt to remember it. Yeah, so that's like, true. Oh wait, oh. that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's not that it's not important. Yeah. It's just hard for me to remember who I saw what with. Yeah. But I I've been in that situation where I've told or asked somebody, "Hey, have you seen this?" And they're like, "Uh, we saw it together <laughs> like six okay. months ago." <laughs> yeah, my bad, but. Uh, I, How was I, she? I, she was great. Mm-hmm. She was fucking great. And I, I mean, Funny Bone, you know, it just reminds me of seeing Polly Shore there, uh, other big names as well. And and she did do a meet and greet like on the way out. Yeah. That you could meet her. I can't remember what if she had merch. Maybe she didn't. It must have been one of the last things that I took on on an old phone because I don't know where it is. And huh. I'm wondering if it's on my old Mac my old iMac oh, that man. that shit the bed, you know, like a year two, and a half ago, yeah. two years ago, and so I'm wondering if I can if I can plug into that again, <laughs> and because uh, there's yeah. a way there's a way on the Mac where you can you can plug it in through a series of different cords, and then it almost treats it like an external hard drive on your new yeah. Mac. So there's a way you can do that. So I need to I need I need to find that I need to find pictures from the Alanis Morissette concert that mm. I went to. There's a lot of stuff that I'm missing. Uh, that's scary. And I'm pretty sure it's on that computer. That's scary. But yeah, I've, I've, been, I've been trying to find that Nikki Glazer yeah. picture, and it's. Not... I feel kind of bad that like 
I've known her for like a couple years now, and you know, she's kind of in the podcast world, and uh-huh. like, but I'm not familiar with her stuff, and I'm now just getting to her and exploring her. Yeah, you know, I know she's funny, and I've seen her she's, on talk shows. And she's stuff. fucking hilarious. And she's yeah, and she's on the new. Uh, you know, swear words with yeah. Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah. Like every single episode. I like her almost as much as I like Whitney. But yeah, and I've explored, like, Whitney Cummings is great. Did like, I tell you I saw Whitney live? You did not tell me that. There, it was the last time I was in Vegas. Vegas, so okay. She had a, she had a show, I forget where it was. I but, like her podcast. But, but yeah. she had, like, a short residency oh, okay. there, I, I believe. And she had, like, a big neon thing on the stage i think it said i think it just said whitney i may have an audio somewhere from uh, it but there was there, it, there was no meet and greet or anything like that but it was just fun to see her okay in what do you person. got what, yeah yeah i just i do a shitty job at keeping track of pictures uh, and audio yeah <laughs> that i've gotten over it's the like, years <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was really fun to see her in person i feel like i also took like a picture of the stage too mm-hmm I'm missing so much shit. Yeah. What the hell? Like, you know, it gets me sometimes. Like, I think I have a hard time remembering the ones where there was no meet and greet, but yeah. we went to. Like, uh, Hannibal Burris. Like, we saw him mm. in Des Moines, but he didn't stick around. I forgot about that. But see, because if we met him, it would have stuck a, with us. That was a great fucking show. And we recorded that one. That person, like, <laughs> that person in the front row. <laughs> oh, God. And he just went off on her for like 20 fucking minutes. Say Des Moines. Say Des Moines. Like, Bitch, you don't know where you at? You don't know where you at. Just like, just... Fuck you. <laughs> Oh, I wish I wish I could play the audio from it if we had it, but it was some of the funniest shit I had ever heard. Yeah, didn't he have a video of him fucking a toaster? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he did like a more media. He had that, and he's like, "Oh, you know what? In case I'm dead, I have a video. Roll the clip." That's right. And he's like, "I'm Hannibal Burris. I'm dead. This is like, it's <laughs> gonna play at my funeral, folks. This, this isn't gonna be as funny to people that weren't there. Uh, so yeah. we should wrap it up. God, that was <laughs> this funny. story, but that was really funny. But yeah, it's he just was kinda... great seeing live. And I, for the longest, <laughs> I need to watch the rest of the Eric Andre show because, oh, yeah, dude, yeah. he is fucking. I just funny started in that. watching his special on Netflix last night. The, the newest one. Uh. Yeah, or which one? Where is he's it? in New Orleans. Okay, New legalize Orleans. everything. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I got maybe twenty minutes in before I passed out, or so. Nice. It's just something to watch. Nice. And then, yeah. Uh, for those of you that want to know what Joe's up to at night, <laughs> I I texted him last night because I was debating whether or not I'm. I you know I it could have gone either way. I could have stuck around here and and continued to work on stuff, or I was gonna say, hey, I can come over for a bit. Or if you want to come over for a bit, we can just lounge and watch something or whatever. Which it worked out because I watched the Go Go's thing, whatever. Uh-huh. But but I but I hit you up and I'm like, hey, what are you up to? And and you said, uh, I I want I wish I could get it verbatim, but uh, <laughs> hold on, let's just get it right here. <laughs> yeah, and I got probably the best text that I've ever gotten from Joe. I was being uh, honest. <laughs> you were being honest. <laughs> So I said, uh, sup tonight because um, I'm hip. And you said, currently in the tub watching a documentary on crack. (laughs) It was the first thing 
I have a TV that I haul into my bed bathroom. Yeah. And I have a Roku connected to it. Uh-huh. It's maybe 14 inches or so. It's not directly above the tub, right? No, it's off okay. to the side. Fair. You know. All right. And just yeah. want to make sure you're being safe. That's my entertainment. I did I did <laughs> afterwards say, uh, and this is a quote, dare I say dot 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 the best text sent in 2021 so far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I learned a lot. There was a lot of, you know, uh, people that were saying like, oh, no. So it did like, it basically focus on the 80s? A little bit, And yeah. the crack yeah. epidemic? Yeah, exactly. And it started showing Nancy Reagan, you know, mm. just say no. And then uh, yeah. it was kind of interesting to just kind of, uh, you know, there's people that were like being interviewed like, oh, when I was growing up, I would go to the local grocery store and help people carry groceries to their car. But uh, I would just go around the corner and steal them and run home. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. All right. Wow. I mean, because that was the neighborhood that they lived in. I feel like that would work. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What were we talking about? I forget what we were. Yeah. We were talking about uh, comedians and whatnot, but um, I, there's something that's been bothering me Ah. and I feel like if I'm going to talk about it anywhere, it should be on here. Fair. I don't want to call out any specific friends. On this, but uh, you know who you are, and uh, you've been warned. I cannot stand it when, how do I say this? It's one thing if something's happening in the news, current events, that you make like a comment about it, or, you know, like you and I do, we may make a joke about Mm -hmm. it online, but... I'm growing increasingly <laughs> disturbed by the amount of people that want want to and feel like they're breaking news on their Facebook yeah. or Instagram. Yeah. Like keeping people updated on current events or or news. Like it obviously it happened today. A lot of people trying to be the first one to let you know that Trump was impeached. Mm-hmm. And they're not making a comment about it. Like some they're people just are. You know. But they're just like impeached. Trump's impeached. And what what it why? Why because then you scroll down. <laughs> why why are you doing well not only not a, before the scroll, like I have a, a lock screen on my phone and I get shit from CNN. Yeah. MSNBC. Yeah. I already know. You're right. So what what do you you want me to like what you're putting out there? And then you scroll down. You want me to love it? You see it. You scroll down. Should and you I have, care for it? Yeah. Yeah. You have impeached, and then you have a KCCI article, impeached, and then you have some other friend. And then that's all that like, it is. Ah, this river like, of shit. That's like- it's one thing if you have an opinion about it. And bear in mind, I also don't give a shit about your opinion. Right. But that's better than... Well, not your opinion. Obviously, I care about your opinion. Your but quote. I have, I don't know. This is, uh, here's a little bit of a humble brag for ah. you, Joe. I have hundreds of people on Facebook. I don't care <laughs> what they think. It's like, I get it. I get it. I have, I have a tight, I have a tight circle of people whose opinions I, I may care about. 
But those are also the ones that are on the Facebook messages that won't stop, can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> so odds are they're already talking about it on there right. or on the Snapchat I'm ignoring because it's just too much. Mm-hmm. And that I think that's what it is. It, it's just adding to the, the amount of shit that I need. Like I go to a news source for my news. I don't need you to repeat the news. Mm-hmm. You are getting your information from the same place that I'm getting my information. Yeah. So why do you? Why, what's happening? Why do you feel like you it's too much? You need to. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yes. There's a realtor that does. And that I same like thing. I, I like it because you don't do that. Uh, yeah. So this I'm is like, this is basically a big compliment for you, right? And I noticed that there's uh, a realtor that I used to work with, and I'm like, I'm gonna need you, you to doing? name names. Not only will she put it on her own, (laughs) yeah. Like that's the same thing she's doing. Where I'm like, why do you want credit for something that's not yours? Yeah. Where any small announcement, that's the thing. It gets like even smaller, like more local. Where it's like, yeah, okay, cool. Well, that's the thing. But it's it's not on. Here's the thing with her. It's not on her page. She'll go to Ames people and blast it out there. Fuck that. Where I'm like, good God. First of all, fuck that page in general. Yeah. It's the dumbest bitch fest. (laughs) I know. Ever. It's fun to watch. but Well, the only times I've enjoyed watching it is when somebody will bring up our bar. Right. And and whether even if it's like COVID times and people complaining about the fact that we're open, we have a lot of people that defend us on there because we don't have a choice like we need to fucking be open otherwise we're going away for good yeah so just fucking shut up (laughs) but i i know people that participate in that aims people bullshit and i think it's everywhere yeah i think there's it may be called something else but first of all it is a stupid fucking name because there's not it's not like everybody's on there no it's just people that like to gossip and be pieces of shit yeah that's what it is and then there's a lot of people that are probably on there like you and me where they will observe. And I would I would put my voice out there more if I didn't represent this company that I want to succeed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like I would fuel the fuck out of fires. And then people will like latch on to you. It's like, oh okay. god, I would I would oh man. My mom made a post I recently. I would love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was it? My mom made a post recently on on Ames people, and it was like a very just an honest question. Yeah. And you know, she so ba- basically, this is for anybody that's not around yeah. here. This is just a page on Facebook that is supposedly just people that live in this town, yeah. which is a relatively normal sized town, with the exception of there being a university right there. And I'm wondering how many of the population of you know students that actually get on it. it's probably not a lot probably yeah so mm-hmm. i mean what is it like ten thousand people i want to say probably yeah okay you know. so continue yeah Sorry. so mom you know she does banking and this was like maybe shortly after christmas or something and uh she had posted something like uh how come banks are being so slow today just very nothing wrong with that yeah you know and then all of a sudden everyone started jumping on her and saying like well maybe they're just short-staffed and maybe it's like okay she's like "Ah, i wasn't expecting that she's like i was just bank usually it goes quicker i was just wondering why it's taking long that's all i'm saying joe i don't know if you know this but i hate most people yeah i know and that is a prime example yeah of why i hate most people i can't dude (laughs) 
but yeah, it was just something <laughs> like I can't follow that stuff. Yeah. And the the whole premise behind what I started talking about is is I feel like I I don't necessarily need to get off completely again like I did in September or when it whenever that was that I got off of Facebook. But I when that happens and I see some of that stuff and I and I feel just irritated that people think that they're breaking news yeah. to yeah. me. And the whole point I like I know some of these people and they just want likes. Mm-hmm. And the and it, what what are you doing? You're not the news. Yeah. Don't act like the news. Now if you have an opinion, go ahead and put your opinion out there. Granted, like I said before, I don't give a shit what your opinion <laughs> is. But it's fine, you know. I mm-hmm. it just it starts to drive me crazy and I can't Well, it's almost if you have an opinion, it's almost like another part-time job. Did I tell you? Because yeah. then you have to go and then you get comments and then someone rebuttals you. Joe, you have we have to, enough jobs. We do. But yeah, someone's going to say something that you don't agree with because you posted your opinion and then all of a sudden you have to go back and forth. Well, let's consider this. I, I kind of felt like a dick the other day. <laughs> um, one of my friends from high school on his... Uh, so this would have been like Thursday... Maybe, maybe it was even Wednesday when the whole insurrection was happening at the, at the Capitol. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, and he put on his, <laughs> that was a week ago today was the Capitol. I, I know. Anyway. And the more I think about this, I like, it was subtle, but I am a dick. <laughs> What'd you, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he put on his, his thing, how upset he was and troubled by what was happening in Washington. And he, he's just like, well, all I, all I can do is pray. (laughs) All I can do is, I was just going to pray. And I thought about not responding real hard, but then I found a GIF that, (laughs) that basically just says, is it working? (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. And uh, nobody responded to it. But there was lots of other comments before me that said, like, me too, or we're praying with you. And uh, just stop. (laughs) Just don't. Just Uh, stop. (laughs) Like, what what are you doing? What are you? I don't know. uh, uh, Words cannot express how grateful. (laughs) Like, is thoughts and prayers going to, like... I'm so fucking sick of uh, thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Um, like send and, money. Yeah, there's a hurricane. Thoughts and prayers. How about you go volunteer? I <laughs> like. I'm so happy that none of my super close friends. It must have just been a process of elimination. <laughs> that uh. that none of them around me do <laughs> stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, I love this guy. <laughs> like like we used to be we used to be such good friends but i read something like that are you fucking kidding me right like <laughs> what do you accomplish and that well and that's another thing is it like are you making a post just to make a post see i am a dick right i know I, it's ugh, i know i don't want to be but i am it's I see the patterns. It's hard not to be snarky and like throw it. But then it's like, ah, now I have well, to answer what back. The, to who that. the fuck are you talking? Then just yeah. then just pray. Why why are you telling other people that you're praying? Uh, right, yeah. That turns then into Then just the, do it. 
Yeah, that turns into the people that uh, tend to tell the world that they're being a good person. Yeah, if that, yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm volunteering because of derecho. Good. Why are you posting it? Like, great. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. Or like, you know, here's me cleaning up brush in my neighbor's yard. Did you ever? Do you ever watch New Girl? Uh, here and there. It's I mean, a fucking great it show. It is a great show. I just yeah. picked a random episode last night while we were eating dinner. I think it was like season three episode something. Who cares? But it was the one where Schmidt, uh, he's he's trying to be a good person. And he just so happens to be in in an area outside where somebody on their bike runs into a car and ends up like choking on a piece of gum or something. <laughs> and so he gives them the Heimlich and... It makes him feel like a good person, but then he ends up going to the hospital to try to get that person to say he's a good person, see, see. so that way he can hear it. I, and he's like, "Well, really, I don't really know you." But anyway, that made me think mm-hmm. of that. I just, if I put something on Facebook, it's because I'm looking like I want my opinion out there, and I am interested to have other people see it. Yeah. Now, if you're interested in having people know that you're praying about something, that feels weird to me. Isn't sure. that isn't that weird? I would almost and, rather them say, you're in my thoughts. I'm like, oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, I also don't care about that. Right? I'm, I'm not a nice person. <laughs> I'm trying to be better. There you but go. I don't know. Like, what drives you crazy? About stuff online, Facebook, Instagram. Um, people, I don't know. Uh, I got to be careful here. Um, do it. Uh, do it's, it. I feel like there's it. more people becoming quote unquote life coaches. Oh, yeah. That's bullshit. In a way. Mm-hmm. Where all of a sudden, you know, good for them, but it's like, all right, maybe it's not my cup of tea. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you start seeing every single post. Or you might have a friend in common, yeah. and they just post something like, you know, uh, went to the store today. Oh, my gosh, great. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> you know, it's like, I get that they're encouraging positivity, but yeah. it's like, uh, right? You know, it's, I don't know. It's just kind of injected in weird places, mm-hmm. I, I feel. You yeah. Know? It just gets to be a little much. And then there's people out there that, I don't know, tend to... <sighs> They're getting into the multi-level marketing, so their posts aren't them anymore. And then oh. all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I'm having a party on Saturday, and you should order these products. And yeah. It's like, okay. Like, in some ways, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of multi-level marketing, but I feel like in some circumstances, it's okay. Like, right. Like, uh, I feel um, uh, Mary Kay. Yeah. That seems to be kind of one of those things where you know a friend in town, mm-hmm. and uh, my mom knows someone, and that's where she and she's not pushy about it, you know. And it, there's a certain products or levels where people are like, "You better get you. You should run a party yourself." Well, I think that some of the companies can be way more pushy. Yeah, and and um, if you don't meet goals, yeah. then you're kind of screwed, in trouble. Yeah. It's like, um, who signs up for that? Well, that's... Pampered I, Chef is another one that's okay, in my I, opinion. I didn't... I, you know, I've never done anything like that, but I worked at a pet store in Iowa City. What was it called? It was called Petland, right. I think. <laughs> and it was right near Kirkwood and yeah. and a mall that was over there. I forget the name of the mall. Nobody cares. 
Um, I was just trying to figure it out in my own head. <laughs> but Twin Pines. But it was a... It, Ah, there's so uh, I'm just getting flooded with memories of this fucking place. Yeah. <laughs> but I found out that like I was going through the the interview process and I just needed I just need a fucking job. Like I I went through jobs like Leo goes through women. Or all C. right. That's that fair. that's the that's the way that I I was. I just I and I pride point, humble brag. I was never fired, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I walked out on a lot of jobs. Mm, fair. And you, you this, did it on your terms. Right, I yeah. did. And uh, humble brag, like I said. I w- worked at this place, Petland. They had a quota that you had to meet for selling dogs. Really? Now think about that, Okay. How many dogs on hand would you have? Well, there you know? was like there was plenty of dogs, okay. and of course they were coming from shelters maybe and... not reputable. No, they weren't shelters. No, they were coming from uh, maybe not reputable breeders, eh. and so who knows what these dogs were being put through. Mm-hmm. And you were, I'm I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. I think it was you had to sell two a month, which means that. If people aren't really on board and a lot of people would like to come in and, and play with the pets and, and you know, just spend some time with them in these little cubicles that they had kind of in the middle of the of the place, you were almost supposed to pressure them and steer them in the direction of getting this dog, which, if I'm remembering correctly, was in between six to eight hundred dollars mm-hmm. when it was all done. Great. And then you would have to walk them around this wall where it would have like all the things they would need for the dog if they've never had one before. And they would end up spending like a thousand dollars to get this fucking dog. And I just felt weird about it. And I remember the the owners must have just really liked me, mm-hmm. but eventually they weren't really around anymore and they had their kid kind of running the place huh. which i mean he he was older but it was him and his girlfriend and and I, they had must have been like mid-20s or something i i don't know looking back on things i have no idea how mm-hmm. old people were yeah. but uh but the owners liked me and i was not hitting this quota and i remember saying i just don't know how i feel about for, like convincing people that they need this dog mm-hmm. when they may not be the best owners. Mm-hmm. Like it's great for the dogs to get attention in here, but I, the whole fucking thing was shady, dude. Yeah. And that's that's what it reminds me of. Like, eh. And and I remember the main guy, this this older guy, he had like a little private meeting with me to see how I was doing, and it was like he he said something to the effect, well. We know that you've only sold one dog in the ba- in the last like month and a half, but uh, but we see that you're trying, so we're gonna we're gonna let you stick around. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, well, uh, thank you, sir. Well, well, <laughs> well oh, oh. Yeah, moving on up, on am that I? Note, I'm quitting. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. So fun story <laughs> about this place and the 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 owners' kids who ended up taking over because the owners were. In some other state at this point, I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Living the dream, I guess, because Petland was a huge success. <laughs> this business was in like a strip mall, and the I don't know if I ever told you this story. Mm-mm. It was an all glass front. 
It was it was one of those strip mall. Think like who hot in Ames. Yeah. And one day I was working and I was up towards the front, but somebody straight up drove through the front of the store. Gee. <laughs> Yikes. Like like mass destruction. Whoops. In Forget in this storefront. Gas and so brake some, and like- Yeah. So somebody was coming coming to the store and it was an older couple. And the the guy went to hit the brake, hit the gas, popped the curb, drove straight into the store, went past uh, like like pushed through all of the the fucking end caps and whatever that that were there, and then into the desk and shoved that back, and then finally stopped. Like it was on every news channel that was out there, and I was working and and helping clean up, and the 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 girlfriend of the son. She ended up being there that day, and she was just a bitch mm-hmm. to these people hmm. and had no compassion whatsoever. Like, are and, you okay? And, and I was, yeah, and like. I was the only person there that was checking in on them. You know, I went next door and got them some some water, and she was just just a cold bitch. She was all about the business. People. Yeah. Oh my God. And saying the nastiest shit about them. And this dude, like, he was in his 80s. Like, fuck off. Like, like maybe, yeah, maybe he shouldn't be driving anymore. But what's done is done. And obviously, you guys have insurance. Anyway, I don't know. Nobody cares about this story. But fuck that place. You know, <laughs> I don't yeah. think it's there anymore. I worked at Target when I was 16. And their big thing was the Target red card. I was also at Target when I was 16. <sighs> and it was five, It was 10%. At mm-hmm. the time, now it's five percent, and yeah, like I, you know, we were all told like uh, you gotta, you gotta start selling the like it wasn't contingent on our. And on you're our like, job. how about I just continue living my life? Yeah, but you know, there's a few supervisors that were like red card, red card. Yeah, you know, I'm like, what's in it for me? You yeah. know, and what I get from it is like. You know, they had like contests of if you sell so many red card, get people to sign up for their target red card, you get entered into this and you could win that. Yeah. Where I'm like, well, you could, you could, but I'm like, nah. Yeah. And the only thing that they would give, like, I think I sold maybe two in my Dude. summer that I worked there. Fuck and one, one worked because they were buying like bigger items, like a bike and like a mini fridge. Right. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, hey, you could save 10% if you signed up for the red card, if you're interested in that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, here, information. I'm like, great, cool. I think I did it like twice. And then my reward was a fucking Twix bar. Wow. And I'm like, I could get my employee discount and go buy a whole fucking bag for myself. Wow. Yeah. So every single person at a cashier for eight hours, target red card, tar- everyone. Like, I would almost get feedback, even if it was someone that I'm like, I would size them up and be like, eh, like, they're, no, I'm not asking them for a red card when they're like yeah. 19. Like, eh, like I know this demographic. Yeah, you know? that's, that's fucking weird. Yeah. So I don't know. Jobs are stupid. Jobs are, I don't know. <laughs> I think I found an all right one, you know, it was just kind of like. No, your job now is fine. Yeah, I found But that's, uh, that's because you're not in, some Say, yeah. yeah, you're not in some shitty sales job where they're trying to get something out of you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's you're not a you weren't a part of a team. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it was all about just doing their bidding and and it there was no benefit for you. Yeah, whatsoever. And I get it. 
There's a lot of jobs out there that are like that, and that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. That's life. And that was weird. Target was weird because I, I didn't know anyone. Yeah. Like, it was just bizarre that, like, it kind of opened my eyes a bit that I'm like, man, but, like, it was big enough that I could get a day off here and there. Yeah. You know? And I could throw out, like, here's my shift, and there's plenty of employees to be like, oh, no, no, I'll, t- I'll take that. Great. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know? Right. That was kind of weird because I'm like, I don't even know you and you're picking up my shit. Thank you. You know, yeah. uh, but it was just bizarre that you're like, I just don't really know my coworkers. I, you know, I did not enjoy my time at Target. Yeah. But I think it's a different thing now. The, the, when I, sure. when I'm in the store and I see people working there, I think that they're not like, I'm not going to say that they were Nazis, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. <laughs> it was pretty. There was, you know, there was a lot of, there was a lot of stuff that they were sticklers about and it was weird. Yeah. And in a job where it was, where they had a my way or the highway mentality. And if I heard what their way was and I knew a better way to do it for me and it was the the exact same end result but then I would get yelled at for not doing it that way. That's the reason that I quit a lot of jobs. Yeah. And it, I don't know about you, but like I think I had like three or four supervisors. Mm-hmm. And it depended on the day. So yeah. that like changed up how you worked. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, great. I'm working with this asshole today. All right. right. You know, I was like, ugh. And that was, that was a big thing for me in, in old jobs. I, I didn't respect the people that were in charge of me, so to speak, you know, supervisors, bosses, whatever. And if I didn't respect them, I sure as shit didn't care what they said. Like, I would still try to do my job Mm -hmm. just fine, but fuck you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Did I tell you? I I bet I've told you this story before. The last, uh, the last job that I ever had, aside from anything that I started. The 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 last actual like somebody sending me a check job. Clock that, in. Yeah, job. yeah, yeah, exactly. The last one I ever had was at a, a motel that was down the street from where we lived. I want to say so it was in Coralville. I can't remember. It might have been like a super eight mm. or something like that. But I had experience in in hotels before, so I just found that this one was available, and I knew that we were going to be moving sometime soon. And so I I started working at this place. the The lady that was running it, uh, I want to say she was like four years older than me. And so you had the you had the desk here, uh, like the breakfast area over here, and then the desk behind the desk. There was a door that went into the laundry area. Mm-hmm. And you were supposed to do laundry at night and do this, that, and the other. The internet was, quote, blocked on the on the computers because they didn't want you to do shit on the internet or oh, Facebook. Yeah. Facebook yeah. was a thing, finally. And I, I knew how to get on the internet without them like, knowing it. Yeah. But then it turned into a thing that my, my boss would see that I was on the internet. And she's trying to figure out how I got on the internet, uh, but I never told her. I don't know. It just showed up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It just showed up. Um, but that was I, the thing I, in high school. Yeah. Like they blocked up in, in some of the computer labs, they blocked a bunch of 
like websites and shit. Oh, I bet. But some word got around. This is how you click here, click here, mm-hmm. boom. And you're like, shit, what? I can't remember the exact process that I used, but yeah. it essentially I would install a new browser uh-huh. every time. There you go. And then I could explore through that. But she didn't know how it was <laughs> happening. And I never told I anybody like, else. Don't worry about it. But one day we had some new people in. And I'm not even sure how long I was there. It it probably was only a matter of like two months mm-hmm. or something like that. But I knew that I was getting into doing videos and whatnot. And uh, I, I felt like that was promising for me. And I, I kind of had the same attitude that I had at every other job where I didn't really... Like the the main company or the main corporation just didn't give a shit about you. Mm-hmm. So my <laughs> so my outlook on it was why should I give a shit? Right. Then? Yeah. And so we had some people that were just recently hired, and this was a particular day that this dude was supposed to be following me and and shadowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a job shadow situation. Something. Yeah, training and we had gotten to an end of a task and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you do this and whatever. And he was like, you know, I've had a lot of jobs recently and, um, you know, I've worked with you for a couple days and I'm just curious if you don't mind me asking, like, how are you always in such a good mood? And I'm, I'm like, you want to know my secret? And he's like, yeah, I don't give a shit about this job. <laughs> It's like, you, <laughs> like yeah. that's why I'm in such a good mood. Yeah. Because this job doesn't define me. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck about this job. <laughs> and, and he was like, oh. Yeah. You got to have a different mindset. Like, how high up are you going to go in the hotel world? Exactly. You know? I don't know how that works if you actually stick with it. Yeah. What kind of stock am I putting in the fucking Super yeah. 8? motel yeah management and then maybe you're a regional manager yeah i don't know or assistant to the regional yeah (laughs) i don't know how it all works and then like if you really work at it i don't know what levels you can go yeah you know i but for some reason i've always remembered that conversation and i'm like let me teach you daniel son that was that's almost like office space mindset i'm just like nah whatever who cares (laughs) One of my favorite quotes from Office Space and <laughs> is the Michael Bolton dude. The Michael like, Bolton? Yeah, well, uh, the oh, you know, the other Michael Bolton. Yeah, yeah. He's like, why should I be the one that needs to change my name? He's the one that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> right? Anyway, uh, I'm not... I feel like we talked about 45 different things. I never had, like... Man, I, w- I don't know. I, I seem to have consistent uh, work pattern i guess um yeah i never had that job like i don't know i never had that job that i could kind of pull a mentality like you of like man i'll find another one you know i mean target i was fired from but yeah whatever Uh, you know i worked at radio stations and uh had other jobs on the side i just never i don't know like i think i took the radio stations seriously yeah that's more your wheelhouse right i'm like oh yeah yeah i can see that but but i don't the mundane tasks of like eh, fine well because in radio you i felt like i was able to kind of have my voice out there a little bit and it was fun Mm -hmm. and there was i don't know the best way to 
put it, but people kind of looked up to you. Yeah. And you kind of had a little bit of power at concerts and, and whatnot. You know, I'm not trying to be weird about it, but it was nice being in that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know? You had like a little bit of play with it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Target was funny because like when I worked there, uh, if you're in Ames, Target's right next to Super Walmart. Mm. And that was the year when they just like announced that Super Walmart was going up. Ah, I And see. everyone at Target was freaking the fuck out. Yeah. They're going to take away business. I'm like, is it affecting your paycheck? Shut the fuck right. up. Right. Why do you give a shit? Yeah. <laughs> like, who gives a shit? You're Meanwhile, all these uh, mom and pop businesses are going to close. So yeah. both of them are going to be just fine. Yeah. Because people aren't going to have anywhere else to shop except for Walmart and Target. Yeah. So I always thought that was funny that people were freaking out about it. It's like, what, what are, you, are you going to quit? We're going to be there? out of a job. I'm like, you know that most people prefer Target over Walmart, right? It's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I love comparing and contrasting. The Honestly, two. though, Walmart's a shithole. I know. It's <laughs> like, I went there both places on like a Black Friday. Yeah. I think before I kind of started going with you, I guess. And yeah. uh, I'm just like, I just kind of want to see the crowd, see what it's like. Mm-hmm. And I go to Target and everything's like so nice. Mm-hmm. Like there's no rush. There's people like in uh, electronics that are like, hey, how's your night going? Okay, ask me, you know, if you have any questions, don't hesitate. Mm-hmm. Everything's labeled nicely, you know, like for the Black Friday deals. I'm like, oh, wow, this DVD is $1. Okay, cool. And then I'm like, you know what? Let's go to Walmart. Let's see what this is like. Yeah. I go to Walmart. And it's like a fucking fish hatchery. It's a murder zone. There's like a big tub of DVDs and everyone's like wearing camouflage with neck tattoos, just fishing through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to get my Uncle Buck DVD. All right. It's like, God, dang. it just is like a different tone. I, you remember when we used to like buy DVDs? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it's fun. It's tangible. Those were the days. I, I go past and take pictures of DVDs so I can download them later. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's out. Click, click. Yeah. And if I, anyone questions it and be like, oh, no, it's like, a gift idea. Like, I don't need that fucking. I, I don't I want to. Yeah. I want to use that space for something else. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I think I own like 15 Blu-rays. And that's that. And then I have a couple DVDs because they would not be released on Blu-ray and it's something that I would like to have that's tangible. Mm -hmm. You know, um, one of them would be the Weird Al Live Ah, DVD. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've got a Suzanne Vega Live DVD as well. Mm -hmm. I feel like my voice has gone down an octave since we started. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know, I just like... Like I, I just download shit, you know. Yeah. But like, I'll go to, I'll go to stores and be like, I'm not paying twenty two bucks for an hour and a half. Yeah. I twenty two bucks. I agree with you. You know how many coffees that is? It's been, it's been kind of nice with all the shipping that I've been getting from, uh, the Amazon, uh, the Amazon, the 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 the, the, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why I did that. I think Amazon's Uh, more of a religion with all the shit. Kind of is. I like how everybody's mad at it, but you can't quit it. Yeah. Am I right? You're like, ah. It's like Gyllenhaal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, I just can't. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I, I've i been getting enough stuff through there, especially Christmas and whatnot. They would give occasionally you would get the option to have it delivered to you. It would take a little bit longer. 
but you would get a credit for digital products. So then when it would come to something like we've been watching through the Mission Impossible movies yes. as a family or things like that, and if I can't find it anywhere else and it's three bucks to rent on Amazon, then it's just free because I'm getting a dollar here and a dollar there for the shit that I'm not yeah. really in a hurry for. It all evens out. Yeah. You know? So for anybody that doesn't know, you can use the, those digital things for, for movies. Yes. And, it's, and it automatically applies that to it. Dude, having Prime on your TV... It's fucking great. It is. Like everything's just right there. Mm-hmm. I've got a I've got a prime button on my remote. I do too. It's great. It's like this is the future. I never like I it, I love the future. It makes me wonder if uh, uh like I'm so connected and plugged in now. Yeah. That I don't know what life would have been like if I was in high school and we had all this. Which oh I get God. it's different now, but like Maybe I would have been way more distracted and been like, fuck homework. I'm watching this cool documentary now. <sighs> and I have a hard time. Like, yeah. you know, we grew up in an age where we know certain movies by heart. Like, we don't mm-hmm. have to watch Back to the Future. Oh, right. To know Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, you know, there's a lot of good movies well, out and- on Netflix or whatever platform. I don't find myself going back to it. Well, and we've touched on this before because there's so much content. Yeah. And it's like comparing us as kids versus, and I know you don't have kids, but uh, you're around my kids enough. Yeah, yeah. They don't, I, I mean, music they'll listen to on repeat, but movies, not as much as what we used to. Yeah. Because there's just so much out there that you can watch. And so... I don't know if my kids are going to have as many movies or shows that they just remember. Yeah. Or, or you know how you quote with your buddies. Yeah. You know, and just be like, uh, you know, hey, pretty hot in these rides. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if that's going to be the same for them. It might be. Maybe we have our own language in our generation where it's movie. It's it's (laughs) very possible. And I'm okay with that. I I like the way. And I'm not. (laughs) I'm not sure that there's anybody out there. Of any age that says, I fucking hated the way I grew up. I right. think that everybody likes, you know, what it is that they were given. Yeah. And that's, I mean, unless you were in a shit situation. Which, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's you can't win them all. Maybe there's going to be a time where uh, kind of more our generation is quoting movies that, like, your kids don't really know. And they're just yeah. going to look at us like, what the fuck are they either, talking about? Yeah, either <laughs> that or our kids are just going to be kind of forced into appreciating because of repetition the same stuff that we like yeah <laughs> you know what i mean kids are watching it. well my kids are not gonna not know back to the future yeah they're yeah. they're not gonna not know star wars mm-hmm. and it it is it's like this big backlog yeah that we have to get the next generation up to speed with your tastes yeah that's true um whereas when i'm trying with the go-go i know <laughs> it's so it's like a lot of work uh, it makes me wonder when your kids grow up or the next generation's like just that big backlog yeah. of like, I want to show you this and this and this and this and this, you know? And like when we're 10, 11, 12 years old, you had to like watch Star Wars with mom and dad, mm-hmm. you know? Like, oh, no, these are classics. Trust me. Trust me. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, it's interesting though. I didn't have that so much. Sure. Like there were certain movies that at my... At my grandma's house. Was there anything your mom and dad were like, you got to watch this? No. um, They're just more. And I'm not going to say it's because they didn't love me. Sure, sure. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I didn't. 
first of all, I didn't have that relationship with my stepdad. Sure. And my mom just didn't give a shit about shows. Sure. Everything that I was into, I I did it on my own. Mm -hmm. And like Frank Sinatra, I did it my way. There you go. You had to find your own path. Which, Which then it was interesting for me later on. Like, I didn't know that everybody and their brother and sister and uh, I didn't know that everybody loved Star Wars. I didn't know that everyone was in love with Back to the Future. Like, all throughout my childhood, after I had watched it and fell in love with the movie Back to the Future, I had no idea (laughs) how much everybody else liked that movie until the internet took off. Yeah, and then there early on it was bttf.com. Aha, uh-huh. and then that's when you find out how many other fans there were out there, and then conventions started and started taking off. And like, don't get me wrong, I'm okay with it. It's it's not like I needed it to just be mine. I just had no idea the mm-hmm. scope of how many fucking people the impact loved this movie. And it makes sense in hindsight because it was it was such a powerful and and big film and with the score and everything just everybody just kind of fell in love with it. But I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Like I thought this is my this is my movie. Like you yeah. know yeah. And then you come to find out, and it works out that um, that so many people do love it because then you get so many more things out of it you get more merchandise mm-hmm. you get to to have mm-hmm. yeah you get you get to meet people at conventions and yeah. you know if it was a movie that nobody gave a shit about it wouldn't happen. then that wouldn't be a thing yeah yeah so i don't know it was just weird but no my i can't think of anything that my family introduced me to mm, oh sure like i remember my my aunt who is a few years older than me i'm not sure how many let's say like five or six Seven. Let's go with seven. My aunt Gina, she would watch MTV, mm. and so I was a I was a kid, and she would have been in like middle school or high school, and that's how I knew what MTV was. That would have been the. There you go. Yeah, uh, uh, we don't have cameras, but Joe's wearing an MTV shirt. <laughs> yeah, that would have been the prime time, or it was just music videos. Yeah, and just boom, and boom, it was boom, like what? Yeah, and I remember <laughs> I I have this funny memory of she was like jumping up and down on the couch. And apparently she, you know, she knew terms that I didn't, I didn't know. And I have this memory of her watching like uh, some eight, 80s band, like late 80s band. And she was just kind of making fun of me and, and saying terms that were in, in music videos or in, in the music. Oh, and, sure. and like, do you know what this is? And I'm like, no. And she's like, that's right. You don't because okay. <laughs> you're not old enough. <laughs> but I, yeah, I remember that's how I learned what MTV was. Hmm. And I would go to my great aunt's house and she would, you know, like Batman 89 yeah. was out and, and I just got it on VHS and I just fucking loved that movie. But it's, it's not like I was watching it with anybody else. Yeah, right. Like I was alone. Right. So you had hold on, you had an aunt that's like five, six, seven years older. Yeah. Than you. Yeah. Okay. That would have been like I guess having like an older cousin, I guess, or something like that. Yeah, I older. I mean for a long time she was basically like an older sister. Yeah. Crazy man. Until yeah. you know enough time goes by, or eventually my my mom and I moved because my mom had me so young that she was still 
in high school yeah when she was pregnant and and so we were around there for a little bit but then she was young but with me so then we like found other places to live just the two of us yeah and i obviously i do not remember this time (laughs) very well so there's a lot of stuff that i don't no. Where's your mom as far as her siblings? Like in the She's the oldest. She's the oldest and the, and then like ah. a year younger than her, year or two is is my uncle Dennis and then a couple years younger than him is my aunt Kim and then a different marriage. So it's uh, almost is overlapping my aunt, is my aunt Gina. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cuz like I know that there's some families around here where like uh just the way the generations are that like someone has a kid but then someone in their family has a kid yeah but that kid is their uncle and they mm-hmm. went to school together at the same age kind of th- weird thing you know yeah kind of yeah it's kind of well that's the same thing that happened with kara and lane uh, yeah yeah that's right yeah they're six months apart it's like so my mom so i yeah so i have a, a brother that is six months older than my daughter nuts because m- mom was basically under the impression that she couldn't get pregnant again and Maury said that that's a lie. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> a little too late. <laughs> Beep. And so, yeah, he's six months older. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah imagine being on a playground like, what are you buying me for Christmas, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not, I feel like that that conversation was going in another direction before we took that turn. But I don't remember what it is. Oh, and, like movies. Um, and yeah. I think we're out of time. I guess we're out of time, y'all. Oh, we're out of time. I'm Good times. sorry. Sorry. Uh, can you say goodbye in your radio voice? Goodbye. I don't <laughs> there know. <it> is. <laughs> well, we hope that you guys had a rocking time with Lance and Joe today. Boom. That's a weird radio, but that's yeah. not a good one. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.